So welcome to Stillness in the Storms, another podcast by me, Stephen Webb, where the viewers are more wiser and better than the host. <laughs> it feels like that at the moment. You guys are awesome. You know, the last couple of weeks has been more than a roller coaster, but essentially it's been on the up, slowly. You get the odd bad day. And for those that don't know, I ended up in hospital nearly three weeks ago, or three weeks ago this Christmas day. And I ended up with a major surgery and I had a new stoma bag fitted. And since then, everything's been getting better slowly. One thing after another. When you have major surgery like that, you don't recover that brilliantly. But things are so much better. I have energy. Ah, just... I just want to take a moment to thank each and every one of you for my flakiness in the last 12 months of doing this podcast. Some weeks that I just couldn't do it because I just didn't have the energy. My blood levels were that low and exhausted and I still done my council work and I never realized how poorly I was getting until my body finally said, enough's enough. <laughs> you need to sort yourself out. And it took hands into it, it took matters into its own hands, which is wonderful. And I thank my body for that. Because my head is not very wise. My body is very wise. My head is not. So just I, I'm out of hospital clearly. And my life is gonna be a lot more stable. It's a lot better. And I'm looking forward to Christmas. Um, I have some amazing, amazing, amazing news. I'm so excited. I am a granddad. My daughter, 26, Kemba, she was my um, mayoress, my consort when I was mayor. And she moved in with me when she was four years old. She's my stepdaughter, but she's as good as my daughter, you know. And my God, I was so pleased. She gave birth on, what day are we today? Saturday. She gave birth on Thursday. Koa Emily, and Koa means warrior, strong, resilient tree in Hawaii. And oh my God, I'm just, I didn't think I would be filled with as much emotion as what I am, in all fairness. But I am. And yeah, can't wait to see her. We're leaving a go at the moment, especially for the first two or three days, because we feel it's really important that the, the baby bonds with the mum and the dad more so than it gets passed around to 20 people that just want their photograph taken of it. I get why people want to smell the baby's head and all those things. I don't know. Yeah, I'd love to have a picture of it, of it, of Koa. But in all fairness, let's, let's do what's best for Koa in the first few days, not what's best for all the family. So I just think it's wonderful. Congratulations, Cameron and James. I'm so proud of the pair of you. I'm so happy. I'm a granddad. I've got my body sorted nearly. <laughs> I'm 50 years old. You can't have it nearly sorted. I just turned 51, actually. So uphill from here. <laughs> my brain said downhill, but I changed it. Um. Anyway, today's podcast. Let's get on with it. Otherwise, I'm going to be here all day and I'm going to bore you to tears. I just want to talk about embracing the festive season. And... The festive season is really, really difficult. The marketers have a job to do, drain you dry of your money. 
the supermarkets and the shops have to make you feel good, give you that mince pie, guilt you into buying every last thing in the shop. The lights and the music and everything, it's all designed perfectly to just get every last penny out of you, to make you feel like you'll miss out and things like that. And on the other hand, everybody else has their job to do as well. It's all part of it. It's don't blame anybody for doing their job. Don't blame the shops for playing music. Don't blame the people for putting up the Christmas decorations. Don't blame the family members that want you to put up a tree and live Christmas the way they want to do it. But with all that said, if it makes you want to walk away, lean back. Just remember your home is your home. Do what's right for you and your family. Don't lean out completely because that's not the answer either. But you don't have to lean in and do Christmas a, in a different, non-congruent way to the way you are. And I think this is the most important thing with the festive season. And with what it's worth, my best advice is be who you are. Be authentic to who you are. Because otherwise you're not going to enjoy it. Otherwise you're going to find it so difficult. Then that's not to mean if you hate Christmas and you think the authentic you is to be miserable and ruin everyone's Christmas. I would challenge that. Of course it's not. That's not who you want to be. You don't want to ruin people's Christmas. But you may not feel like celebrating Christmas the same way because of maybe a past Christmas. Maybe experiences of Christmases in your life haven't been the same as all others. And there is people who are like, oh, Christmas tree, grotto, amazing. Let's have Christmas every single day. Let's put on naughty older, it's Christmas. Yeah, I struggle with them. But I also, I'm okay with them being them. And I have them in my family. And they're okay. They're doing it their way. And because I don't have the friction with them now, I'm like, okay, you do it your way. It's fine. And I love your Christmas tree. Your fifth one. <laughs> I've only just got in the door and that's four trees already. No, I'm joking. But it kind of feels like that sometimes. And then we have this amazing meal and everything like that. And then we talk politics and we do all those things and it gets heated. So now I just step back and go, you know, these family members trigger me. These are the ones I find difficult. But they're just like me in many ways. They're just struggling with Christmas too. And they want to be entertaining. They do it their way. They haven't got the wisdom and depth that you have. I know you got it because you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So pick three words, and I say this quite often, of the real foundations of who you are deep down. Pick these three words. And whatever comes up in the family dynamics and the triggers, when you're shopping or doing these other things, work out how you can show up with those three words. And it could be authentic, it could be honest, it could be kind, compassionate, it could be loving, it could be um, comedy, funny, it could be whatever words that really resonate with you when you close your eyes and really think about it. That's what's important you bring to Christmas. So for me, the three words, and they change, but right now in this season, and it's not just pointing to the outworld, it's pointing to me inside as well. You know, the relationship with me this Christmas, because there's voices I want to run, there's voices that want to party, 
and I can't think of much worse than partying at Christmas. But there's still a voice there somewhere that says, yeah, have your Prosecco. I'll be drunk after two sips, but have your Prosecco. Go crazy, spend loads of money, buy gifts for everybody. And I'm like, no. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I still, we all have these different voices, whatever the voices are. So the three words I say and I try to live by at the moment is I show up as understanding, compassionate and accepting. And I know they're similar words. If you're compassionate, you're accepting and understanding. If you're understanding, you're probably compassionate and accepting. And if you're accepting, you're compassionate and understanding. It doesn't matter if they're similar words. The overall thing is, right now I need those three words just to show up as who I am. I don't say hello to her. Hi, I'm Stephen, and my three words are understanding, compassionate, and accepting. No, of course I don't. They don't even know them. Sometimes I need reminding. Sometimes when I'm about to jump on someone because they said something to deliberately wind us up, you know, one of the nieces or something like that would look up and go, and my daughter was really good at this, Kemba that's just given birth, she was brilliant at this. She would sit at the Christmas table or sit at a roast dinner and she would sit there, seven, eight years old, and go, so what about God? Is God real? And I'm like, oh, just no, not right now. Wasn't answering the question. That's where by my pay grade, I have no idea. So, you know, and I'm sure we'll get that with my nieces and all that this year. Ken was not up to my mum's for Christmas lunch this year. But when I get up there, I just appreciate I've still got my mum with me. Does my head in all the time. She tells these wonderful stories that I'm like, yeah, I'm in that story, but I can't remember that. <laughs> and I used to argue them. I used to battle them. And I'm like, does it matter? It doesn't matter. And so it's that accepting. I just appreciate they're there because trust me, at some point, I'm going to miss them. And I'm going to miss my mum's liver and onions. You know, I should be thinking that way. But if you realise people will move on, people will die, we're dying. You then suddenly have an appreciation for what we already have and what's already here, instead of wishing for something different. So how do I approach the Christmas lunch, which is always amazing my mum is the most amazing cook in the world i'm sorry everybody but she is we have like sausage stuffing and all kinds of stuffing and we have i don't eat the parsnips but she has parsnips she even does deep fried battered cauliflower i think i don't eat it but it's amazing i can't fit it all on my plate anyway i'm going off on tangent i'm going to christmas day that's not been mine for at all is it but it always ends up in quite a debate or someone's triggering you. And when you get that many family members together, whether it's Christmas Day or whether it's a barbecue in Australia or whatever it is, when you have that many people together, you have siblings that trigger you. It's up to you whether you're triggered. 
So you could have your three words with kind, compassionate, and wise, or peace, or calm. Wonderful word, calm. And just have a pause between what's arising and you don't have to do anything with it. Because literally someone could say something that really triggers you. It's up to you if you do anything with it. It's up to you if you react. And you might say, no, it's not. If they say something dumb, dig deeper. It is. There is a gap between what arises and how we respond. Sometimes the gap is so infinitely small that you can't see it. Granted. But there is a gap every single time. So come up with three words. Um, if you can, message me the three words. Go over to stephenweb.uk where you can buy me a coffee. You can message me anytime you want. I always get back to everybody. It sometimes takes me a couple of days, but I do. I love hearing from you. I love hearing how I might be helping your life or ways in which I can help. Ideas for podcast, ideas for guided meditation. And thank you for all the amazing reviews. This, this podcast has like 200 reviews over the past five years. Just incredible. So if you're on Spotify, put me as one of your favorite lists or something. If you're over on Apple or any other platform, leave a review, an honest review. I'm not asking for five stars, just, you know, whatever stars you feel this deserves. And if you've got some words of advice, how I can improve it, please put that too, because that's important. Very often people don't put that kind of side. They, they very often say when things are good, they don't very... No, that's wrong, actually. People always put when they're complaining, don't they? <laughs> Just look at TripAdvisor. <laughs> anyway, tangent. Thank you, all of you. Wishing you the greatest Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Seasons, Greetings, Holidays, whatever it is. Whatever, whatever you're celebrating or not celebrating, I wish you the most peaceful, loving, and compassionate one. And on that deep breath, I just... Thank you deeply for your support. And a double thank you to Mark, Senga, and Sarah, and many others, Lizzie and everybody that donates to me, and that are members over on buyacoffee.com forward slash Stephen Webb. There's a link below. I deeply appreciate it, and it's really helped me through this difficult time because when I'm not able to do podcasts and I've got no sponsors, that pays for the podcast every month. And doing the podcast, it's a lot more expensive than people think. And without that, the podcast would not exist. So thank you. From a more energy, excited, looking forward to Christmas, Stephen Webb, your host of Stillness in the Storms. Thank you. And I love you.